Hey, everybody, here we go. Welcome to a Wednesday morning from the studios of Grand Forks Best Source. It's time for your Berkshire Hathaway bi weekly podcast, our Wednesday edition. Hold on, we've got realty expert Adam Helgeson with a guest on next. What would tomorrow look like if you sold your house today? Maybe you'd move to a new city or a new country. Maybe you'd pick up birding or birdies. You could get into wine, not that into wine, or skiing, warmer skiing. Or maybe you'd spend more time doing nothing at all. When you're ready for whatever comes next, we'll be ready to help you get there. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. All right, and we are back, and uh, here he is, man, uh, the one, the only, Adam Helgeson. How are you, bud? Outstanding as usual. (laughs) Oh, we got to do this. There we go. I'm sure you do that for everyone. Uh, well, almost. 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 Uh, you've been out deer slaying? Uh, yeah, I've been watching. Been watching? Really <laughs> kind of a, a lot of what I've been doing. Haven't got a shot at one, but no. uh, we got we got some nice ones. Actually, yeah. we went into the, we were in the CWD areas. We brought them in to get tested. We had a whole trailer full. Mm-hmm. And even they're like, can we take a picture of this? This is kind of impressive. Wow. So we had. It's um, probably one of the worst opening weekends we've ever had. Oh, we had, we had pretty good. Oh, good. Good. Um, At least somebody's hey, getting them out question. there. Quick mm-hmm. question. Um, when you think of a big buck contest, mm-hmm. are you thinking like body weight or rack size? Uh, body weight is what they normally do. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and sometimes that's too bad. Uh, because you, but then again, you know, like say Texas, for example, you look at those deer with these humongous racks and they dress out at like a buck 30. Well, they look big because yeah. it's like a German shepherd with a rack. Exactly. And I think yeah. that's why they go with weight. So you can end up with a deer that dresses out at 240 and it'd be a little six pointer, but it's still going to yeah. win the big buck contest. Yeah. My brother and nephew were debating that. Okay. You know, yeah. Um, if they change it to a big rack contest, but then how do you do that? Because you'd have to have it officially scored, which would take how many months yeah. because it has to dry. And blah, 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 My blah, thought blah. process is when you go to the bar, do you look for a bigger rack or a bigger body? Right. And if you've you got know? a bigger rack, does it hang around in the back of your pickup for an extra day or two or if it has a bigger body? It know? depends on the time of the night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, you got a guest. I do. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Scott Meyer is in the house. Um, there we go. How you doing? There's a lot of good lenders in town, so I figured I'd bring in one of the mediocre ones and get another <laughs> opinion. <laughs> Hey, he's you. he's been it. in this studio so yeah. many times he's kind of used to it. I love it. I love this guy. <laughs> he's a great so. guy. <laughs> no, with the market rates going up and down, um, you know, just thought I'd bring Scott in to talk about, uh, you know, what he's seeing on the market side of things and uh, talk about. Yeah. Are we know. safe to call it a market update? Yeah. Okay. You want. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Basically, what I end up talking many times with Adam and other agents is kind of the trends, not necessarily what our rates are, because interest rates are so different for every borrower. Yeah. You yeah. can have this guy's credit score, this much money down, this type of loan product, where is it at, whatever. So I just look at a lot of the averages. So what you're kind of seeing right now, most people talk about the 30 year fixed. Mm. So what you're probably seeing is somewhere in a range between seven and a quarter to seven, seven, five. And we saw a little bit of a dip last week, which was nice to see, but uh, it's come up a little bit again this week. It's correcting itself. Um, but just like you, you know, I like to say that there's a lot more into this transaction than just an interest rate. And mm-hmm. that's why it's so important oh, sure. to sit down and talk. But truly when those rates dipped, like they did last week, the, uh, there was a two and a half percent increase in mortgage apps. Wow. So again, wow. 
that's where it, it unfortunately yeah. comes from. But that's why it's important to sit down with a local realtor and a local lender to sit down, talk about your goals, understand that interest rate, while it is an important part of the equation, it is just one part of the equation. Mm-hmm. What you also need to consider are property values. Are you competing against multiple offers? Uh, those things come into play. And, and so, again, it's not the end of the world to have a little bit of a higher interest rate if you get the right house. Right. And, and it seems like uh, the first thing you hear if somebody's looking to buy or sell, the first thing they say is find a good realty expert and then find a good lender. Right. You know, it's like the two top things. Well, in the last, last, I know I talked to Adam da- pretty much daily. And, and the thing about realtors and lenders is we're pretty good therapists too. So yeah, we, yeah. We, it's we, like uh, a bartender. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of it is. You wouldn't believe this S. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Except he doesn't hold back with just the S. Yeah, no, that's true. I, I didn't know if I had to do it for FCC oh, regulations. No, no, you don't have to worry about that here. Okay. Well, regardless, uh, in the last last couple of weeks, I've I've taken three loans from out of state lenders, and what it was is they just one didn't understand the products, mm-hmm. two they weren't really going after what the the borrower wanted to attain. Okay. It was mainly them. So it was just kind of hard to watch. It was it was disheartening too because it makes our industry look bad. Sure, sure. But again, it just reiterates that point where you need to work with a local agent yeah. and then a local lender who knows what's going on with the market. And again, we have some accountability here too because uh, if, if you know, we ask the bed or shit the bed, there you go, I can there swear you on mm-hmm. here. Uh, you can come and talk to me. Yeah. You can say the agent can stop by and say, what right. the heck's going on here? So that that uh, Rocket Mortgage and the other ones just they they don't have that. Yeah, and and you know we've talked about that a ton. Yeah. Um, you can do all that stuff online and everything, but if you have any questions or if I want to go say, hey Adam, you know I, I've got a question for you. Uh, I'm not going to email it. I don't have to call you on the phone. Can I say? Can I drop by and talk to you for ten minutes? And the odds are you to say absolutely. I'll let's do it then. Yep, exactly. You know what these online companies too. You got to think when uh, when they piss you off and screw you over. They don't care. No, they're never going to see you. Yeah. Where you do that to myself or Scott, and you throw us on Grand Forks Ranch Raising Reviews or Mm -hmm. whatever, we might as well move out of town because, you know what I mean, our reputation is all we have. Exactly. So we want to make sure things are right. Uh, I was having a conversation with Scott the other day, and he was telling me one of these online lenders, and I don't know, what was it? They had her... She got her homeowner's insurance, and it was like yeah, the forty eight hundred dollars or something for a two hundred thousand dollars house, and they were just fine with it, and yeah, yeah, they just said let's move, and and I'm just going wow, this I looked at the replacement cost again, and you know you t- you get to know a lot of re- or insurance agents as mm-hmm. well, and replacement cost was like nine hundred thousand dollars for a two hundred thousand dollars house, they were paying four hundred dollars a month in insurance. I go, did they not just go hey question. Why, yeah. why this? Why this policy? And they didn't. She goes, no. They just said we worked, and that's all it was. Really? You got to look out for your best interest. Oh, of course, of course. You can't let people rake you over the coals all the time. So it was, it was, they were very appreciative. uh, The amount of points they were being charged. And that's the other part, too, knowing like the North Dakota housing aspect. Sometimes, let's be honest right now, some of our clients are maybe a little bit more difficult, uh, have had some issues, some payment history, some BKs, bankruptcies, things like that. It's you also realizing, well, there are pricing adjusters for many of these products. So, again, if you have poor credit, you're going to get a higher interest mm-hmm. rate, correct? Sure, sure. And sometimes there are guidelines that just don't allow you to perhaps give them that loan because of their mm-hmm. lack of credit or poor credit. So, it's again, you can go to maybe a place like North Dakota Housing. Uh, they have no pricing adjusters on that interest rate. All of a sudden, it budgets. All of a sudden, it works. It's, again, just thinking outside the box sometimes and, and making it. But like I said, that one... We 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 get, lowered their uh, their homeowners insurance. We lowered their interest rate. We lowered their closing costs. And I'm just all of a sudden I'm just sitting there going like, 
how the heck did you end up where you ended up? Yeah, yeah. But the problem was, she even admitted it, and she goes, she's now a Google PhD. So she has found all... You can, you can find whatever you want to support your narrative on yeah, Google. Yeah, yeah. And she had found it. Sure. And, and you know... It, it you don't know about a lot of this stuff because uh, like when I paid my house off, I, I didn't even know about, well, you still got to keep insurance. You got to do all that, your taxes, oh, yeah. and you don't, you don't really realize it. But another thing too, uh, when you get back to like credit scores and things, a lot of people, if their credit score isn't that good, they just give up and they think, screw it. I used to be that guy and I fixed it. Uh, okay. You might have to wait a year. You might have to wait a little bit before you can get a house, but it doesn't mean that's going to stick with you forever. You can fix that. Right. I, I used yeah. to be a credit analyst uh, before I got into mortgage, which mm. is really exciting. <laughs> uh, very exciting. But I will tell you, I use that, that skill more than I use anything I learned in college. Oh, sure. I, I mean, identifying problems and things on credit reports, how to fix it, what I can do to help them, give them a little bit of a timeline. Mm-hmm. And then those clients are, and Adam knows this, those yep. are your clients for life. Yeah, right, you're, right. You're, you're the first guy that was ever given them the time of day and treated them like with respect. Sure, sure. Uh, like I said, everyone needs to come in. It's almost like that attorney, first hour for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll find what we need to fix and then you know, hey, come back in six months and let's yeah. talk some more. Well, even uh, last week, I stopped by the gas station <laughs> and the uh, lady behind the counter was having a conversation with the other coworker and she's like, God, I never knew buying a house would be this stressful and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, what's going on? You know what Didn't I mean? use I, you, that's a problem. I was, yeah, I was, I was just <laughs> yeah. curious. You know what I mean? Like, well, we went in and the, the lender said first we were supposed to be getting, you know, we locked in at a 6.2 something interest rate and now... We're 10 days from buying the house, and they said, oh, sorry, it's going to be 8.9 now and whatever, and they didn't do their due diligence and um, look at the income requirements, and um, they're like, we don't know what our options are. Our agent's not telling us anything, and I'm like, I was kind of explaining the options, and I'm like, didn't your agent tell you any of this stuff? Well, no, not, not really. I've been learning a lot and Googling stuff, and I'm like, what? Sounds like you have a crappy agent. Yeah, lender, you're doing your agent's work. Agent lender combo. You know what I mean? They yeah. Aren't doing their due diligence, making sure that you qualify. You know what I mean? I've never had one that close to closing. All of a sudden, realize, oh, you don't qualify for this. Oh. You know, it's so. I mean, yeah. and that and that can uh, literally break your heart. I mean, oh, absolutely. you think about it. Did you? Oh my goodness! We finally were we're going to be in our dream house, and then you're a week, ten days away, and you. Got, well, no, maybe we're not going to be. Yeah, and uh, supposedly that they went twenty grand over their max budget where they wanted to be. You know what I mean? So they're like, "Yeah, our max was three hundred, but we found this house we really liked at three twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, they said we could make it work, and so now you're already stretching your budget. Now you figure out, okay, now your interest rate jumps that much, and they're like, that's an extra five six hundred dollars a month. Yeah, you know what I mean? There goes there goes everything we were going to put into savings and set aside. And I'm like. Don't buy a house if you're going to be house poor. Right. No. I you mean, know, you still got to live. Exactly. You know, and do you know, did they end up staying I've, with it? Or? I have no clue. Oh, man. That's just stop, too bad. Didn't I'm going to have to stop at the gas station again and see how it. And then she just want to just jump. Me, 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 me. Talk well, to no, me. Come and talk to me. Not, I mean, not really. I just, I, I know. She's like, why are you so kissed? I'm like, well, I'm an agent too. And then she asked, you know, who I was and where I worked. And, you know, I just, all right. Well, yeah. The, I, you and, know, best of, best of luck. And, you know? did, did you ask who they were using? You don't have to tell me who, but did oh, you yeah. ask? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, was did you know the person? I do. Yeah. And did it was it a surprise to you that that happened? A little. Okay. You know, but mm-hmm. not I don't know. not totally. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah, there's you know, and there's there's so many agents, and we're going to talk about this on Friday. Um, you know that 
do your due diligence. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's it's tough. You know, I'm not saying I'm the best thing since sliced bread or Scott is either, but at least we're both the no bullshit type of people that right. tell you flat out, like, I don't want to waste my time and get your hopes up bringing you around showing you houses is something you can't buy. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You know, your, your job isn't just to say, hey, I got a nice house for you to come and look at. And then all of a sudden they look at it and go, okay, here's the papers. Let's sign them and go. There's, I mean, that's why they call you. Yeah. I had a guy call me this weekend while I was hunting and he's like, hey, I want to look at this house in Thief River Falls on, on Sunday. I'm like, well, I'm, you know, technically out of town, whatever. Um, I said, I could do it Monday afternoon. He's like, okay, great. And I'm talking to him. I'm like, yeah, I got pre-approved. He's like, no, I don't plan pre- getting pre-approved for another four to five months. I'm just in the looking stage. I said, <laughs> I said sorry, dude, I'm not coming up. He's like, yeah. what do you mean? I said, I'm not wasting no. how many hours out of my day to come show you a house you're not even pre-approved for. Mm-hmm. Him. Plus, with the cold season and COVID making it come back, I said, a lot of these sellers don't want non-pre-approved buyers even right. going into their house because it's a waste of time for them. And people track, oh, I guess I, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just be upfront with them. Like, dude. Yeah, and as yeah. as a li- let's say you're on the listing side, Adam. If you want to talk a little bit about that whole, I'm going to wait four to five months, and then all of a sudden, guess what? Next week you find the house, and everybody else found that house too. Yeah, though. yeah. So what's the difference for you as a listing agent? If you have a borrower come in with an offer, and it's the first offer out of ten compared to the tenth offer out of ten, how does that? How do you rank that kind of? You know, or do you give them I a little preferential treatment? Like, hey, guess I, what? We got a few more offers that have come. Or I really don't. You know what I mean? I. As a listing agent, you got to look out for the best interest of your your seller. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So, usually, if I know it's going to be multiple offers, one, I I hate doing dual agency. Um, so, if it's my listing and I know there's going to be multiple offers, or a lot of times, even if it's the only offer, if I have the buyers too, I'll refer that buyer to someone else in my office. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm giving away my commission, right? But I want to make sure that buyer has proper representation and my seller has proper representation, right? And if there's multiple offers, a lot of times I won't even look at them, right? I will print them out, and the first time I'm going through them is with my client. Oh, you know sure. I, mean? I wait until mm-hmm. they all get there. All right, let's see what this one is. And then we'll get a sheet and write out, okay, purchase price, you know, earnest money, and the pros and cons, and we'll go through. And, um, you know, sometimes who the agent is is a big deal, too. Who mm-hmm. the lender is mm-hmm. is a big deal. If I see an online lender versus you know, Scott or, you know, Wintrust or First Class or someone I know, you know, that that plays into it too. Like, hey, I know this lender. If there's an issue, if, if Scott says he's good, he's good, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you have to go through and look at all that as an agent. And, and does that happen to you a lot as being a lender? Um, do you think to yourself, you probably won't say to these people, um, but do you think to yourself, oh, man, this is going to be a shit show because this is who they got for a realtor? Or do you say... <laughs> Oh, good. It's it's somebody like Adam. I know he's going to have his poop in a group, and we're going to be good to go. Well, yeah, there are those moments where you do think that, and I know Adam thinks the same way about lenders, too, at times. But, you know, it, it, it's where I guess my business is a little different is I'm pretty selective on who I work with. Sure. I, I've got my 10 or maybe 5 to 10 agents that I primarily work mm-hmm. with, about okay. 80 to 90%. Uh, then you'll take on some other ones once in a while. So, uh, And the reason I, I appreciate that, approach is because again i know where they stand mm-hmm. like I, I i'm not going to micromanage adam right I, i'm really right. not don't need to and, and the thing about how we do our business the way it works to seem seems to work together can kind of our personalities are similar is he knows the, the game plan mm-hmm. 
I get the borrower in. I want to sit down. I want an hour meeting at least to find out their goals. What's your payment goal? What's this? What's that? What? How much assets do you have? That's a big hurdle that people yeah. sometimes don't realize. And then I call Adam. I'm like, hey, they're good to this amount. Good. They want to stay at this purchase price, which many times doesn't well, jive together. Sure. Well, Matt, you did that. Sent them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then oh. within 24 hours, I had a purchase agreement over to him. Wow. Yeah. It'll be closed on the 17th. Yeah, nice. <laughs> we close nice. exactly. And the nice thing though about like Adam is this is he'll he'll, he'll be able to say, hey, uh, I remember talking to Scott, and and now you're sending me four hundred thousand dollars houses, and you said your max was three ten. What changed? Yeah, you know, yeah. and and it gives him that credibility to ask sure. that question rather than, all right, well, I guess we'll go show this house. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. wasting everyone's time. So yeah. you guys make a pretty good team, yeah, if you would to, consider yeah. it that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, how does somebody get a hold of Realty Expert Adam Helgeson? I'm going to ask you the same thing, oh, too. Oh, yeah. No one wants to get a hold of this guy. No, just <laughs> call him. Call yeah. me. Okay. Uh, be- best way to reach me is my uh, cell, 701-317-1750. Um, or you can check out my website, homesbyhelgeson.com. Okay. And he will probably refer you to this guy. How do hey. we get a hold of you, bud? Uh, cell is 218-791-7655 or stop by my website, scottmeyer.benchmark.us. All right. I, I just got to say one more thing, though. Mm-hmm. One thing Scott and I have a lot in common is we're both passionate about helping veterans. That's true. So Benchmark is huge when it comes to vets. So. Adam's a big one there. Yeah. 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 That's absolutely so. great. Thank you, guys. Um, and that's coming up Friday. Veterans Day, right? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. It is. All right. We'll see you on Veterans Day. Sounds good. There you go. Your Wednesday edition of your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Realty expert Adam Helgeson, along with Scott Meyer in the studio today. We'll be back Friday with Adam.